Welcome everybody back to another episode of the Fantasy Football Goons Podcast with your boy Ocho, Big Tim, and Cousin Joe. Hope you enjoyed this week's episode. Welcome back, boys. Oh boy, there we go. Nice and loud to start. Welcome back to the Fantasy Football Goons Podcast, everybody. Cousin Joe, how's it going? Very good, brother. Very good. Looking forward Tim. to week six. Week six, baby. Fucking okay, now coming off a disaster week, but uh, we'll talk about that quick. <laughs> Tim, uh, did we get one, did we get one pick right? We got uh, we got a push with the Bengals. Okay. A push with the Bengals, yeah. We got a push with the Bengals, and we won the Chargers. Did, did anyone want to win that Bengals game? Like I, I was know. watching yeah. it, it felt like nobody wanted to win that game. Honestly, I I thought that was gonna end in a tie, bro. Like the way that was going. Oof. But you know what, boy, boys. It was um, it wasn't a good week for our side of the like how we contrarian betters. I feel like all all of us lost this week. Everyone was on the Giants, the Bengals, the Niners, uh, the Chiefs. Even it was a what, big week of favorites. Let's just put it. Let's yeah, just call it spade of spade. And Great. like very low, not big games went the other way, right? Like the Texans Patriots game. I don't think that was a big market game. Uh, and then that Raiders Bears game, which. Here, we'll talk about it a bit. I mean, that might have been actually the lock of the week, guys, because we already heard about the Gruden thing before the thing that just happened. But yeah, that's um, so here. Not I don't want to talk too, too much about it. It's, uh, it's a pretty crazy situation. Uh, but one thing I want to say, actually, this is a good start. Do you guys think the Raiders are going to rally because of this or do you think they're in trouble now? Personally, I think they're going to fall apart. Yeah, I hope. Yeah, I, 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 this is not. This is not a. Not only is it not a good look, but it's it's not good for the locker room, bro. And you know, I don't know who the interim coach is going to be, but he's going to. I think he's going to inherit a bit of a disaster already. Uh, I thought that they were playing a little bit uh, above their heads, and uh, yeah. now uh, I feel like it's going to fall apart a little bit. Kind of looks like that. I mean, if they're if they lose to the Bears, who uh, I I read a stat that Justin Fields is just the worst. I, I said this last podcast. He's just playing absolutely horrible. Yeah. Like he's. It's not yeah, even. But uh, he, he played last game with a hyperextended knee. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah. That's good. But um, yeah, it's really unfortunate. Uh, I wish nothing from the best with the Raiders, but you know we got to move on. So um, let's start. Uh, let's start with the that Monday night game. Did you guys get a chance to watch it? I caught the second half, bro. And uh, <laughs> Tim and I were kind of cheering Lamar Jackson to lay an egg. And uh, the exact opposite then some happened. So it was a little unfortunate. I, I, but as a neutral fan, man, was that some exciting football. I, he, started the, yeah. he started the first half laying an egg, right? He, he, he was. Had, what, like one point in the first quarter. Yeah. He wasn't looking that great. He fumbled on and the then ball. Then all of a sudden. <laughs> yeah. I, I think he probably had like a 30.4 quarter. He yeah, did. He it did. Was it was insane. And I mean, like, look, I give him credit, Lamar. He is getting a bit better, but I'm still kind of on the camp where I don't know, guys. Like, I think he's good. I think he's solid at fantasy. He's a stud, obviously. But I just don't think he's at the same level, even with uh, got to give Josh Allen credit now. You know, we were asking questions last week, but I don't know. I, I feel like the Colts, they played well, but then in the fourth quarter, it just kind of all fell apart. Um, Don't get me wrong. He had a, probably the best game of of the season by any quarterback. Well, what do you guys think of Lamar? Do you think you, you still, you still think you need to see a little more from him or, or are you going to put him in that same category as like Mahomes and all those guys? Well, I think he's kind of cemented, you know, the, uh, 
the belief that he could be very good in regular seasons. We've seen it. He won an MVP and he puts up pretty awesome numbers fantasy wise. So, you know, he could be a franchise quarterback. Like, I don't think that's put into question. I really want to see it more in the playoffs now, you know, exactly. like last, last year against the bills, he threw a ridiculous interception in the end zone. I went back for six, bro. Like if, if they tie the football game there, which they should have, you know, he could have probably, you know, made a push to win. And next thing you know, you're in the AFC championship game against the chiefs. And honestly, I think that uh, I just want to see more consistency when, you know, all the cards are on the table, you know, he kind of, you know, got the kryptonite, at, you know, off his back when he beat the, um, uh, who was it they beat last year? It was the Titans. Yeah. And they beat the Titans and, you know, cause he was going into the playoffs. Yeah. I think he was already 0-3, right. You know, so look, he's still young. You know, I, I think I like what I'm seeing. He's getting incrementally better, you know, throwing the football. Cause we know we, what he could do with his legs. Like he's going to be historically great in that sense. But I, I think he can lead a team, you know, all things considered, like he doesn't have like a ridiculous amount of weapons either. Hey, I was thinking about nope. that earlier today too, you know, like Hollywood Brown and okay. Mark Andrews, I think is a top five tight end. We've spoken about it on this podcast, but I think uh, he's really, really shown some growth. And uh, I think uh, they got something, something special in Baltimore, but I I want to see it in the postseason. I want to see it yeah. in January, February. That's kind of where I'm at too, Joe. Like, um, because that that I watched that whole game, and uh, yeah, that fourth quarter was something special. He's kind of he's kind of building a reputation for the comebacks. But uh, Tim, uh, Hollywood Brown, uh, I mean, this guy's killing it. Uh, he's not like your typical. He's kind of he's more like a smaller guy, like Tyree Kill. But you think this guy's a top tier receiver now? Um, I don't know if you saw the like if you watch Baltimore games in general, but he drops a lot of easy oh my touchdowns. god, yeah, so many. So bro. there's there's no way yeah I would agree. Consider him a top tier. You know he's he's a fast receiver who's in the right place on the right team. You know uh, Lamar likes throwing it deep. He's not yeah. always accurate, but he threw him some darts this year and he just absolutely dropped him in his hands. Yep. No, that's kind of so, how I feel too. I think like it's funny because. Um, if, if he does kill it in the playoffs and the Ravens go all the way to the end, then yeah, he's, uh, he's one of the, the better. He's definitely, he's proven then that he can, he can win championships, which is great. But uh, it's funny. Like, I feel like Hollywood Brown and Lamar are way better fantasy players than real life, but uh, we'll see, you know, it's a, uh, it's a, it was a very, a very cool game. Uh, last question, boys, um, the Colts, are they actually like good and it's just their schedule that they just happen to play like these? Because the, the one team that, that they played that wasn't very good, the Dolphins, they, they handled them easy. But then they played the Seahawks, who were still okay. Uh, they played um, the Rams. Rams. Yeah, I mean, like these are some of the better teams in the league. So it's like, are the Colts actually good? Like I, I personally think they are. I yeah, think you can't really yeah, blow a 19-point lead. And be considered a good team. No, I, I agree there. You, you, you know what it is, and you know I, to your point, to your point, Tim, I, I agree completely. But you know what really let them down in this game, guys? You know, let's just call it a spade a spade. That their special teams was, you know, disgusting. Yeah. That, that kicker, I, I, if if I was the coach, he'd been cut the next day, bro. Like I'm sorry, he missed yeah. two, an extra point. You know, the the game winning kick, which you know was in reasonable distance, and that block. Okay, I think it was Clayus Campbell that blocked it to go up two possessions there. You know, like I don't know. <laughs> I'm not a big fan of place kicking guys, but more and more the years go by. I'm just so fucked. Like I'm really fed up of just watching games come down to me. Like little guys come out and do like uh, soccer kicks. Like it's really, yeah. I, I don't get it. I want to watch football. But, uh, but, but I, I did hear though. He was playing injured. He was. Yeah. He has a hip injury. Yes. I did hear that oh, as well. So, so basically it was like him or nothing. Right. So yeah. I guess they thought him trying to kick was better than going for it. 
Yeah. And they, they had a different holder like every time too. They Heinz held, uh, they had a few different guys holding the kicks too. It was yeah. pretty weird. I don't know. But yeah, I, I guess we'll see. That, we'll see with the Colts. Because, Good teams uh, find ways to win, bad teams find ways to lose. That's oh, very yeah. true. The Colts find a way to lose. I, I, it's, it's crazy though because with that division, when the Titans play the Bills this week, and uh, let's just assume they're going to lose that. So that puts them at three and three. That division's still kind of live, so it's going to be interesting because the Titans aren't nearly as good, I feel, as they were the last few seasons. But I guess I, I we'll think, see. I think the Colts could rally back, but I have a lot of concern about their secondary, bro, because I don't know what yeah. happened in that second half, but Lamar Jackson was just getting everything he wanted. Like, if you go look at the uh, the play-by-play in the overtime, they never even got into third down. They just basically drove down the field in, like, not even two minutes, and bang, they scored a touchdown. I, I don't know about you, but I don't see that too often, so... Very, very, yep. like, I understand it was a big momentum swing, but Jesus looked weird. making a play. You know, they were at, um, I actually, here, I'll tell this story, actually. I actually bet the Ravens money line, but I ended up cashing out, and I'll tell you why. Um, I bet it when Blankenship missed that field goal to go up by 11, and they were giving plus 525. I'm like, holy shit, that's good value. So I bet the $100, and within a minute, I was up 87 bucks. So, like, within a minute, because that drive wow. was, so I honestly, even though, in my gut, I was like, ah, you know, I think they're actually going to win this game. It just seemed that way. $87 a minute. I'm never going to make that in my life, boys. That's fucking, that's insane. Yeah. So, <laughs> the easiest 80 bones. So I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm just going to do it. And who knows? Maybe that, uh, I don't know. But I know they ended up winning, but it, it's all good. Live bets are, are fun like that. But um, if you would have kept a bet, they would have lost. You jinxed them. Yeah, no, straight up. I honestly think, like, I believe that shit, you know, timelines and all that, but whatever. Um, so on to the, the Bills-Chiefs game. Uh, that was my lock of the week. A lot of other people were on the Chiefs, too. Um, and I think, you know, t- Tim and I were briefly talking about it. And I'll say this. I, I, I will say the Bills are they're, they're legit. They're definitely in the, in the conversation for the top team for the AFC. But this matchup against the Titans, like, I really want to see them do the same thing to at least have a good game like they did against the Chiefs. So I don't know, Joe, what did you think of that Chiefs uh Bills game? I think the Chiefs have the worst defense in football. After that's what it. That's <laughs> it too. Right? I agree. <laughs> it's that that's my biggest takeaway. And and guys, like let's let's you know, I know Chris Collinsworth talked about it, you know, uh, uh, quite a bit actually on Sunday night. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers have really laid out the blueprint of how to defend Patrick Mahomes now. They're forcing them to dink yep. and dunk. They're putting yep. two deep safeties, and they want him to use the intermediate game, which is not a part of their offense. And what ends up happening, you saw it, bro. He was getting frustrated. Like, they yep. don't want to dink five uh, yards to Tyreek Hill. They want to hit the home runs. They want to get those cheap touchdowns. That's literally what that offense has been predicated on since 2018. Yep. So, And we're used to seeing it. You know, they're, they're usually up by 20 points. It's, uh, you know, not even five minutes into the game. They're a big playoff. Offense, and then what do they do with Spagnolo when the other team is forced to throw? He dials up the pressures with the pass rushers, so they don't need to have a good, you know, they just need to have a competent defense, not a great defense. But right now, they got question marks all over the board, bro. Like, they, yeah, honestly, I would not be very comfortable if I was a Chiefs fan today, sitting at two and three with the way Justin Herbert is playing with the Chargers. Oh, yeah. Dude, there's a chance they might not even make the playoffs. I know that's highly unlikely. I don't want to overreact. They're only five weeks in, and they're gonna good teams find ways to rally back. And I have yeah. to take the Andy Reid, but uh, that that's that's my biggest takeaway. Not no, not taking any credit away from Josh Allen and the Bills. They're a tremendous football team. But Absolutely, these Bills, uh, but these Chiefs rather they 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 got a lot of stuff to solve. Yeah, Tim. Uh, so do you think the Bills are uh, are a top team now? Like you saw you saw enough after that game, even with the Chiefs bad D. 
Yeah, I would I would say the Bills are a top team because even though um, I would say Kansas City doesn't have a great defense, they do have a good offense, and they're able to get yeah, and they stop them into. Yeah, they're able to stop him. They, they basically like manned. I was watching that game. They basically manned Kelsey, and Tre'Davious White hit him almost every time at the line. Yep. And uh, and you know what, Tyreek running short routes, his hands aren't that great either. No. He caused one of the he picks, a, right? It was a, an easy picks. throw, and yep. he deflected it right into the defender's hands. Mm. And. Um, you know, Mahomes doesn't look great doing those small throws. He, lo- he really doesn't. He, it, it looks like he doesn't know how to do them. Because like, <laughs> they haven't been doing, doing awkward stances. He's off yeah. balance all the time. Like, wh- when you're throwing off balance, it works if you're throwing it 50 yards down the field and your guy's 10 yards ahead of uh, the defender. When you're throwing off balance uh, five yards away, <laughs> good luck. Yeah, no kidding. I think it, no, this is – if as crazy as this sounds, if the Chiefs' defense keeps this uh, poor play up and this team is just not the same and if they're b- behind in games, I think this actually might be better for Mahomes in fantasy overall, which is crazy because I think they're going to have – like, not that they had a crazy running game to begin with, but I don't know. I think uh, now with uh, Clyde Edwards, how they are going to be out for, for a bit. Like, I don't know. I think uh, the Chiefs <laughs> – they're, they're going to just be airing it out. I mean, that defense sucks. It's true. Let, let's just quickly go to that Clyde Edwards Hilaire injury. Like, yeah. you know, he's already <laughs> having a terrible year, right? Yeah. Yeah. And I, I think it was the first podcast we did. All the players that end up being busts, they end up getting injured at one point. So then the next yep. year, when you're looking at the player, like you see he had such a low point total. And then you're like, oh, but he was injured. But see, yeah. if you actually have the player on your team, you know Clyde Edwards was injured. Yeah, he's getting he's injured now. But yeah. he was useless this year. I mean, he had a he was actually had a couple of good fantasy games. I like, feel like in real life he was a lot more disappointing with the fumbles and all that. But he was getting uh, he's, he's still getting, like a he's like a backup running back as a starter. Like, <laughs> he really that's is. how they use him. You know, like <laughs> I agree with you there. I don't think he's he's not a uh, he's not a he's really not a uh, lead back in the league. You know, the only reason why he had any value in fantasy was because of the Chiefs. And now, like, and now I think he's injury prone, right? Like, from what I see. So, it's, uh, and now, um, like, everyone's saying, oh, Daryl Williams is going to do so great. But are they actually going to use him? (laughs) Like, (laughs) again, it's just because he's on the Chiefs, right? I actually, I picked up Jarek McKinnon. That's a deeper one, guys. He might still be available. I actually think Jarek McKinnon could even do better because he catches the ball. I actually drafted him in your pool. Yeah. But I, no, we, I, we, I have since dropped him. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, no need to keep him. Um, And, um, okay, so the last thing we could talk about, um, and then we'll go on to the goons and all that. Um, Tim. Yeah. I, I know you've kind of been careful, but uh, is Justin Herbert the best quarterback of all time? <laughs> <laughs> of all time. <laughs> of all time. I don't know, Joe. Uh, like I'm, I'm obviously going being into it, but in his second season, I will have to say he's the best quarterback, the best oh. second year quarterback of all time. Honestly, I best second year quarterback. Yes, that yeah. I'll agree with. That I'll that's agree. that's kind of what I was getting up. Uh, yeah. It anyway, Tim. How, so, what did you think of that game, man? That was. Um, oh, but hold on, hold on, Tim. Hold on. I yeah. just want to challenge you with something there. Mahomes in his second year got 50 touchdowns and five picks, if I'm not mistaken. He won the MVP. 
That's uh, um, that was his third year. Was it his third year? Yeah. Yeah. Well, technically, right? Because it was his second year starting, but his first year he didn't start, right? Like I he think. only played uh, uh, games at near the end of his first season. But you, you know, it's still he's still getting experience, right? Just because you're not playing, you're still getting experience. Oh, for sure. So. It's it's the fourth down, boys. This guy is freaking. He's got freaking. You, you know what, Joe? Eddie like Hand. They're, they're putting a lot of pressure on him too, right? Because you know that fourth down, you 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 screw it up, you're off the field, right? And I think last game he had like four or five straight fourth down conversions, and yeah, that's crazy. that's quick. That's like quick reading of the field you know he's he's like finding where he needs to go right away and he's going there i will no, I, I will admit one of them was uh they converted because of a penalty but that's you know that that happens that and, uh, yeah and i mean there's not a lot much to say about her but we it's, results speak to for themselves i mean and the chargers too they're killing it eckler's killing it but the one thing i feel is that the browns could have won that game and I feel the reason why they weren't able to do it, and we've been talking about it, is because Baker Mayfield isn't – he's good, but he's not that game winner. Like, he did, like Mark Jackson came back 22-3 to and won the game. Pat Mahomes has done that. Herbert is, like, a, a stud. But May- Baker Mayfield couldn't do it. Like, they kept up with them, and I feel like the, the way the Browns started that game, like, they kind of should have won, no? Oh, no doubt, bro. I, 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 I'm not... Yeah, go ahead, Tim. Oh, I didn't say anything. I think my phone okay. just cut. Yeah. Oh, okay. So the only, the, only thing, the, only, the only thing I'll say about Baker Mayfield is that I feel I haven't seen enough through three years of starting now where, you know what, when the game's on the line and, you know, to your point, Oak, we've seen it with some of the all-time greats and some of these, you know, emerging young quarterbacks where, you know what, they put the ball in their hands and they got to go make a play. I have not seen that from Baker Mayfield. He's a great game manager. Things go right for him. They got the running game going. They have the lead. You know, he's able to close out games. It didn't happen this time around because Herbert made the comeback. Now, you know, they, they actually got lucky in a sense because I don't know why the Chargers decided to actually run a play when they were on the goal line, you know, <laughs> to put the Eckler into the end zone so that they could get the ball back. But, you know, you had the opportunity. You had more than enough time to go and get yourself a touchdown. And, bro, I don't even think they crossed midfield. Like, to me, that's like, wow. Yeah. With that talent, and, you know, if you're that guy, you got to be able to at least cross midfield. Put yourself yeah, in a man. position to, you know, try and win the game. You know what's crazy? On that game, that trying to win the game drive, it took him four plays to get a first down. Like, he completed four passes to get no. the first first down. Ah, it's Which ridiculous. Essentially burnt out the whole clock, you know. So. Guys, what did we see Aaron Rodgers do a couple of Sundays ago? It took two plays to get into field goal range. And they had 37, uh, what did they have, 27 seconds, 30 seconds, something like that? Yeah. You know, two Devontae yeah. Adams catches. Yeah, just want I just want to say something quick about the Packers boys too. They're like four and ATS, eh? Four zero and one. So, I, I, I the Packers they're four zero and, and one against the spread. Well, so, they had to have lost the first week. Oh yeah, sorry, sorry, three one and one. Yeah, I forgot about the first. <laughs> the first week. week they lost like thirty five nothing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> three, <laughs> that destroyed. It was a thirty six point spread, boys. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Sorry, three one and one. Uh, so, and because they technically, I don't know if the line finished at two and a half, but uh, that that Bengals yeah, the, the line was, closed at two and a half, so they covered the game. Uh, the game time. Yeah. So there you go. So yeah. All right. Well. So um, we can go into the goons right away, boys, and then we can uh go through all the games after that. So uh, who wants to start with the goons? 
I'll go with my goon first because I got to change up the luck here a little bit, guys. My goons always seem to get hurt. You know, it's becoming <laughs> a trend. I'm really getting disappointed with it. I don't know what happened with Kenny Galladay, but Tim, was he announced out before the game? Because I know we started him. I wasn't really. Uh, I think he actually got injured on like the first or second drive. Yeah, wow. no, he started the game, Joe. He, he I mean, Jesus. honestly, Joe, you you had the right call though. I mean, look what Kadarius Towney ended up doing. Totally. Yeah, like exactly. So. Yeah, Dallas has got some questions too in the secondary. But yeah, no, so uh, I'm going to go with a wide receiver this week too, boys. It's uh, it's a play against the defense that I just spoke about a little bit at length uh, in the Kansas City Chiefs. But uh, I'm going to go with my boy Terry McLaurin with the uh, Washington football team. Hey. Uh, look, I'm not I'm not the biggest fan of Heineken or Heineke, whatever the hell his name is. But, you know, he's shown some, uh, he's shown some glimpses of, uh, of uh, you know, being a, a pretty decent QB. And uh, I feel like, you know, they got to get some momentum going in that, uh, in that division now, now that the Cowboys are absolutely destroying it. So I think it's going to be a competitive game. I think that, you know, you can throw the ball down the field against the Chiefs. You know, look at what Josh Allen did on Sunday night. I mean, seemingly every quarterback that's played against him has done this year. And I think uh, McLaurin's a gamer. I like what I've seen him through the last couple of seasons, and uh, I could comfortably see him getting 100 yards and a touchdown. So if I if I had needed like a, a you know just a solid safe pick, I would go with uh, the wide the wide receiver for the the football team. Yeah, and honestly, Joe, I mean he's he's been okay. Like he's still putting up decent numbers, but a lot of people would say the McLaurin's kind of have a bit of a disappointing year. So to me, this is a perfect spot for him to just explode. You know. Sure, against the against the bad secondary, let's make it yeah. happen. These guys got to put some film on tape, right? They want to get paid. Yeah, Tim, that was one of your boys at the beginning of the year, no? McLaurin, yeah. Uh, I tried to get him on a wherever I could. Yeah, I think uh, I think this is good. I I I, still, I I love him. Did you know, guys? He's a body catcher though. He doesn't catch the ball with his hands, like he does. But I mean, he catches it more with his body. He doesn't. Uh, Oh, yeah. Not a thing. I didn't know that about him. Yeah, well, a commentator said, and I actually been paying attention, and it's like, yeah, he actually, he can't. He, I mean, he, it's weird how he catches the ball, but it works. But right? he, so. but he also catches mostly like deeper balls, so yep. he could be facing the quarterback when he's catching him instead of actually running. Exactly. But so I I like that a lot. I, I prefer he catches it off his body and catches it, then tries to make fancy catches and drops it like yeah. Like Tyreek Hill, bro. Exactly. No, I'm, I've always really liked McLaurin. I think he's a special player. And honestly, I'm rooting for Washington this week because um, I wanted to say this before, but I would like it. If, nothing against the Chiefs, really. I don't hate them or anything like that, but I'd like it if they don't make the playoffs because I worry that if that Chiefs team makes the playoffs, all these new good emerging teams might might get screwed over, you know, because the Chiefs can go on a run. You and know I'd what? Rather, oh, yeah. Yeah. Sorry, finish what you were going to say, but you just made me think of something. But go ahead. No, no, that, that that was it. To your point, I'm kind of on your side with that, and I'm actually hoping the exact same thing because I feel like we were too quick, and I was listening to a, a broadcaster say this a couple of days ago, and it makes a world of sense because I've actually been saying it for a couple of years now. Like, they've made two Super Bowls, right? They won one. But if you really think about it, guys, in those eight quarters in the Super Bowl, they were outplayed for seven out of eight of those quarters. Yep. They made the comeback in the fourth quarter against the 49ers, giving full credit. You know, even though I've always said it, the fourth Buckner was literally breathing on Mahomes on that third and 15 call. If just a half a second goes slightly different, game over, and the Niners win the Super Bowl. And Mahomes mm-hmm. was pressured a record amount of percent. Uh, when you look at it from a percentage standpoint against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, 55% of his dropbacks, he was pressured. So, you know, the, the recipe was there for him to lose. 
And we've just like, we're starting already to compare them to the Patriots and the, you know, the 90s yeah. freaking uh, Cowboy. Like, let's take a timeout. They're a good team. They've been really yeah. well. They played really well in the regular season. They won one Super Bowl, but I, I love seeing new teams emerge, like you said. And I, I just, you know, I love seeing the parity in the NFL. So don't get me wrong. I love watching them play. You know, Mahomes is great and it's very competitive, but I really wouldn't mind seeing them miss the playoffs. Yeah, I wouldn't either, man. I, I'm Like I said, I, I hate rooting for a team to do bad, but I really would rather not see them in there like i'd love it the chargers just dominate that division for sure some, yeah so that's just how i look at it but um see okay i'm glad you said that because it's in the chargers hands now right because they have yeah. a two game two game lead on uh, kansas city chances are kansas city is going to lose at least one or two more games before they play each other or maybe like let's say overall in the year they're going to lose one or two games so if the chargers could just keep winning think uh this week they're playing baltimore but after that they do get an easy part of their schedule yeah i think so i think you're right yeah they do but um so it's I, gonna be up i've to always them. liked the chargers too tim honestly like, um, like i i like uh, carolina is my team let's say but i've always liked the chargers like a lot so I, i'd love to see them do well uh continue doing well i should say they are doing well so I'll right, say that I used to like the Chargers too for two reasons. Number one is Phil, I feel like I had Philip Rivers every other year in fantasy, and yeah. in the, two, the two years that we won in the Arpula, uh, we had Philip Rivers as our quarterback. So I have a bit of a soft spot for Uncle Phil, and uh, I don't know. I kind of liked LT back in the day. You know, I don't think yeah. they're, they're, me too, a very, very likable player. I liked LT. Um, who else? They, they they always they've always had some players I really. Um, Antonio Gates, you guys are missing the Antonio Gates. Antonio, yes. Gates, Antonio Gates, yeah, bro. He he was he was my tight end a couple of times. Yeah, that guy. I I loved him even when he was like fifty years old, just catching yeah. still like eight <laughs> touchdowns a year, man. It was sick. And he, and he was still Rivers' favorite target in the the end zone. Mm. Okay, so he I'll would go like with, come out yeah. of retirement every year. <laughs> he would like retire and then come out of retirement just to play for I, them. I, I mean, the, basically, Philip Rivers just needed his tight end, like wherever he went. Like, yeah. Yeah. I actually, I actually, gonna retrace what I said, boys. Not so much LT, Antonio Gates, baby. That's the guy. That's yeah. The guy. <laughs> no, they, they. I, I really hope they continue it, and uh, I guess we'll see what happens. So uh, I'll go with my goon next. Uh, I'll leave Big Tim for last. Um. I feel like I'm I'm picking last two weeks. I'm picking players on uh on my uh my fantasy team specifically uh, my home league, but I'm gonna go with Kareem Hunt this week, boys. Um, one thing I, I'm I'm been loving how he's been uh used in that offense. It's not just the Nick Chubb show. It's uh, Kareem Hunt, Nick Chubb. They really are a one-two punch. And to be honest, I would say Kareem Hunt is is outperforming Nick Chubb. Um, but you I mean Nick Chubb's also doing really well. Um, and so the Browns play the Cardinals this week, and uh, I think it's going to be a high-scoring game. I think Hunt is just going to basically going to continue doing what he what what he's been doing. Um, and I feel like if the Browns really want to win that game, they're going to have to lean on him. I'm I'm expecting another high-scoring game like this week, so I'm going to go with uh, Hunt to have another good game. And I actually think uh, this game he might really go off, get over 30 points. Um, Kareem Hunt, my goon of the week. And uh, I'm really excited for that game, boys. It's uh, it's going to be a good one. I think it's a good play, Oak. I mean, uh, the Cardinals are 31st against the rush in the league right now. So, uh, see, I knew that. I knew that. I was going to say that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're the, they're in a good spot. That's why I still feel like the Cardinals are pretenders. I mean, we could talk about that a bit later. But um, it's uh, look, it's it's a solid play, and I, I that's one thing you know. I, that I've really loved seeing out of the Cleveland Browns over the last couple of games is that, you know, they're, they're a run for team. They stick to it. It's a great formula. They got a great offensive line and it's not just, you know, the, the weight of the shoulders on Nick Chubb. It's a real one, two punch. And that's awesome to see. Yeah. It's um, so, 
Yeah. So, Joe, Joe, do you know who the last place team uh, against the run is? I believe it's actually the LA Chargers. Funny enough. Yeah, yeah my Chargers. Really? Yeah. yeah, it's the Chargers. Is that just from last week? <laughs> it, it, it could be from last week. I think yeah. they ran over 200 yards. On them, so. Yeah, that was, I mean, that's crazy. Well, what I, I'm seeing here, yeah, it's the LA Chargers. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. But, um, yeah. Should be a good right, game, so, uh, but uh, t- big next. Tim's up because Tim's been. Yeah. Uh, I think Tim, if we were keeping score, I think Tim's in the league with the goons. Because I think last week my, my goon did pretty good too. He had over a hundred yards. Yep, a touchdown, four catches or something. Yeah, my goon did. Kenneth Gainwell. I, I took a chance and not very good. Yeah. So this week I'm gonna go against uh, Miami and take James Robinson as my goon of the week. I hope you're wrong there, Tim, because I'm playing uh, someone that hasn't. But uh, yeah, I feel like I'm playing James <laughs> Robinson too. Yeah, <laughs> no, no, honestly, I, I I agree with that, bro. I don't really look at uh, yeah, I can't look at all my fantasy matchups because I play everyone every week. Exactly, yeah. Yeah. that's true. Like, that's true. That's true. I actually played Lamar on five teams this week. Wow! Oh wow! Look at that. Yeah. Think wow. of, look at that, eh? and I ended up winning one of them actually. Oh, but uh, I think I won. I actually won two, and I lost three. One of them, yeah. yeah, I played him on five, Mark Andrews on two. And uh, yeah, it was, it was that Monday night really killed me. I almost got leagues, screwed. Yeah. One of the leagues, I was up by 48 points at a 99.9% chance of winning. And Lamar Jesus. put up 50. Jesus. That's, that's very rare. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah. Definitely rare. Right. Yeah. So James anyway, Robinson. This week, James Robinson, he's going to have himself a game. I say, uh, over 120 yards, at least one touchdown. So, yeah, we'll talk about it because it's the London game later. But, uh, I mean, Miami to me, man, I think they're one of the worst teams in the league. Especially without, well, not that Tua was that much better, but especially with Tua. I think Tua's coming back, boys. Oh, no. Oh, boy. <laughs> Big Tua. <laughs> okay, so now, now now, I will say it. The Dolphins are the worst team in the league with Tua. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't know what's happened, bro. I mean, Brian Flores got so much praise last year, especially for the way they were playing defensively. I mean, okay, I know they just went up against Tom Brady, and Tom Brady, you know, probably, you know, knew the schemes very well because, you know, he knows Brian Flores from his time in New England or whatnot. But I, and plus, he's played the Dolphins a gajillion times. But just to say, like, you can't, you can't be losing like that, bro, like 45 points. It just it was a mess, that game. Oh, my goodness. And oh, I know really we the Dolphins on a teaser disgusting yeah no i had i i bet the dolphins last week like literally boys i don't think it's ever happened i didn't i didn't even do parlays i'm like i'm playing smart i lost every single one of my bets except for that Bengals plus three which was a push it was insane it was i had a horrible weekend too bro it was it was just like happy thanksgiving at least but yeah yeah (laughs) it was crazy (laughs) it didn't didn't feel good in the pockets no okay so here one second guys i'll get the um I'll get, I just got to get the bet 365. Okay, one second. Here we go. All right. So um, who uh, who wants to start? Uh, start what? For the, for the, yeah. Okay. Um, we're going to do the locks now. We can go on to the games. So um, I figured what? last week we, yeah. So, yeah, I can start if you guys want. Lead the way, kid. Go for it. Okay, lead the way. Okay, guys, I've gotten two misses in a row here, so I'm a little pissed off, and I'm taking a bit of a risk here, I think, in this game. 
but uh, it, it jumped out to me this one. And uh, I actually won with this team already. And I think they're due. Although they're an 0-4 team, I actually think they have a, they might win this game. Uh, I'm going with the Detroit Lions plus three at home against the Cincinnati Bengals, boys. Yes. I, yeah, I, so I will applaud that pick. Yeah, I um I had a few I was looking at. I was gonna like back, let's say better teams, but okay, let's look at the Lions. Two point loss to the Ravens. You could say that the Ravens kind of well, like you said, Tim Hollywood Brown miss misses wide open um catches in the end zone. Uh, but they had a two-point loss against the Vikings last week. They actually should have won that game. To me, they're getting really close every week, pretty much. They covered against the Niners in week one, which the Niners came out hot that game, probably something to prove, you know what I mean? And I just think also with uh, Burrow, he had a bit of a neck injury or something. He had to go to the hospital. I think they play the Jets next week, and they have um, a three-game road stretch or something like that, the Bengals, and they have a pretty easy schedule. I think this could be a game that they get caught. I'm not seeing that the Lions are definitely going to win this game, but I, I wouldn't take the Bengals and Survivor at all this week. I think the Lions are due. They've been playing pretty good considering how bad that team is, really. They don't really got many weapons, but the Andre Smiths have been playing. The uh, Swiss have been playing good. Jamal Williams has been doing well, too. And um, Jared Goff's been impressing me, and that defense has been okay. I think um, I think we're going to see the continuation of the trend. Lions are already 2-0 uh, against the spread at home. I believe they're 3-2 and on the season. So I'm going to go with it. I'm going to go with the Lions to cover the three points. That line hasn't moved. I like it. All the money seems to be going. Most of it seems to be going to the Bengals. So give me the Lions plus three. Ugly home dog, but let's go. Well, bro, you know, the first thing that I want to comment on is you saw Dan Campbell at the end of the game, man. This guy was emotional, bro. Like, he he's really, like, they, he wants to get a win for that team. And they're trying so hard, bro. Two heartbreaks this yeah. year. Like they're they're playing their hearts out. Okay, you know what they they got caught in a bad division game where Goff you know fumbled a couple of times against the Bears. You know they made the backdoor cover against the Niners, and I feel like the, the other game that they played was a blowout. So it's 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 not a bad play, and uh, I feel most people are probably going to jump on the Bengals after what they saw against the Packers this weekend. But yeah. this this Lions team getting points at home, man, like they, they're they're itching for that win, and they're getting so close, bro. So and uh, good news, bro. I didn't realize this. The line has moved. It is three and a half now. And I like that. There you go. Hopefully it won't be another. It will, um, well, it can't be a push now, but uh, yeah, it, it was a push for the, the Bengals plus three last week. So I'm hoping uh, we could see uh, the opposite happen this week in the lines. I, I hope they win, Joe. I really do. I agree with you, man. They're itching for a win. But uh, what do you think, Tim? Yeah, well, they're doing whatever they can to lose. So yeah. They have to eventually <laughs> win the game. I hope I hope they win, but I wouldn't I wouldn't be surprised another another did, heartbreak. Did you see uh, Did you see their coach's press conference after the last loss? No, no actually, yeah, yeah, that's what I was just saying before he was yeah. crying. He, he was crying. He was saying, "My players, they're playing so hard, and we yeah. still can't win." What more yeah. can they do, you know? Yeah. That'd be amazing. I see. I didn't even see that, but that, that actually makes me feel. But but against Baltimore, oh. they did get screwed by the refs. Yeah, like, they did. You know, so. So, yeah. It man, is what it is. Uh, yeah. That's the first game. Uh, so, yeah. What's your guys? Uh, what, what, what are your locks? Well, I'll go next. Go this is the it. first time I, I do one of my locks with my heart. But I really think the Chargers are the better team even at Baltimore, because to me, Chargers home games are basically just road games because there's more of the opposing fans than their actual fans. So true. So true, bro. So uh, 
I don't think I don't I don't think Baltimore should have been favored by three in this game. I think oh, maybe if you want to do something, one point, one and a half tops, you know, pick them more likely. But give me three points, the Chargers, I'll take it. It's it's ridiculous this line, and I think I, well, this, I, I, this is one yeah. of those fishy lines, you know, where it is, but, lose, but it is, bro. But at the same time, the home team, they're basically they're saying it to pick them. I mean, they're both four and one. I guess it kind of makes sense. I I tried him like to to try to figure out how the Raiders. Yeah, are you, you know what? You know why it is three points for Baltimore? It's just the disparities in kickers. <laughs> you have one <laughs> kicker that can make field goals and one kicker that can make extra points. There you go. I I I don't know how that how this one's gonna go the other way either, man. Like I tried to think like, oh, how's this gonna be a Ravens win? Uh, Tim, do you know if like the Chargers, what are they bad against rushing quarterbacks or something? Because to me, this line is. They're, they're bad against Weird. running backs, apparently. Yeah. But uh, no, not necessarily rushing quarterbacks because they beat them in the playoffs two years ago, right? They beat Lamar when he ran even more. So they just need to use the same. Uh, the, they have they have an athletic defense. So uh, it, to be honest, I'm not too worried about Lamar running. No, me neither, man. I like I said, the only reason why I tried to like really look hard at this game to see like, okay, how are the Ravens definitely going to cover this game? And what am I missing? It's because it seems like a lot of people are taking the chargers, but I, I, I don't know, Joe, what do you think? I can't see it going the other way, man. I actually think this is uh, uh the chargers got this game. You know, it's, it's a tough game to call. I'm just hoping it's an entertaining game. I just, uh, you know, I want to see a lot similar to what we saw this weekend with Cleveland. I, I think Tim is right. It should be closer to a pick em. I mean, I guess they're giving him the th- they're, they're allowing the Ravens to lay the three because of the home field. But uh, with the way Herbert is throwing the football right now, they're four and one against the spread to start the season. I mean, Baltimore's let up a lot of points too, bro. That defense is, you know, they're showing some of their injuries. And, you know, a lot of teams have been having their way with them running the football. So, you know, if they could get it going a little bit, you know, with Eckler and some of the guys in the backfield, control the clock a little bit, keep Lamar, you know, in check. I do fear a little bit. I will say that the fact that the Chargers are the worst rush defense, and you know you got the best running quarterback on the other side. So, which me, you know, which which makes the points a lot more valuable. Like, you know, they could lose the game by one or two. You know, and it comes down to you know one last minute drive or something. Exactly. So, so that's give, give me the three points because the game should probably be closer to a pick'em. So that's that's where I'd lean. And that's the thing. Like I, I feel like I've been caught in other years going with that like. The, 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 these lines happen a lot, right? And uh, two good teams, and one of them seems to be being bet a lot by a lot of people. And then I usually will go the other side just to like fade the public. Yeah. Still back in a good team. But I feel like I've been caught saying after the game, like, well, yeah, obviously you've got to take this team just as, as a dog here, you know? Like, yeah, like it's the public, but sometimes they just, you get these values, man, even in week six. So I like it, Tim. I really do. Yeah. Right, for for one, yeah. uh, I I rarely bet with my team because I you know I don't want to have money on the game because you know you just I just want them to win you know especially if they're like you know winning or something and then they don't cover and I'm mad you know I don't want to be mad that they win a game so yeah, I just try to stay away. Yeah. I've had a few of those back in the day with Peyton Manning and the Colts. <laughs> yeah, but th- this week there's too much value there. So yeah, no, there it's so. it's insane. But um, all right, so Joe, what do you got, bro? 
as usual, boys, I'm always debating between two games. It's hilarious. Every week, there's two that I'm eyeing. And, like, I'll be honest, the one that I was looking at the most was tomorrow night's game. Uh, we can get into that a bit later, but I, I'm actually not going to play that one. I'm going to go with, and it's going to be the second time that I take this team and allow me to explain, but uh, it's going to be the Patriots guys at home with uh, Uncle Bill against the Cowboys who are red hot right now. And the only team in the National Football League that is 5-0 against the spread. Don't know if you yeah. guys knew that. No, I do know 5-0 that. 5-0 against the spread. Yeah. Guys, public all over the Cowboys right now and understandably so and rightfully so. But guys, let's just look at. I I feel like I've caught either glimpses or watched you know pretty intimately every single Cowboys game this year. And let's be candid, they beat the brinks off of two garbage teams, which are the, the Giants, who you know were completely decimated by injury. I mean, Daniel Jones, I don't know why he thought he was a running back when they get that concussion. You got Saquon Barkley that just can't catch a break. Our boy Galladay gets hurt. Uh, you know what's his name uh, was out too. They're uh, Slayton. Like they just yep. they just have a team in the second half, and it was 10-10 at one point. You know, so you know I have some question marks there. You know, the same logic applies to that Philadelphia game. I just feel like the turnovers and, you know, the complete, you know, poorly executed game plan on a Monday night game, you know, just really, you know, let the Cowboys do whatever the hell they wanted. And look, give them props. They did a great job against the Bucks, but I feel like the rest of the league is going to do a great job against that Bucks defense, especially in the secondary with all the injuries that they have. Mm -hmm. So they're scoring points. They're moving the football well. But they had a tight game against the L.A. Chargers, which, you know, let's be real. The Chargers should have won that game. I don't know how many times we said it, but, you know, when you get to the opposing team's 35 and only come out with 17 points, seven times that you were there, you know, I, I, I can't see that ever happening again in a football game. That's ridiculous. And then you have the game against the Carolina Panthers where they allowed 28 points and, you know, the Panthers were moving the ball really well, but Sam Darnold turned over the football two or three times. So I'm saying all this to say that, Belichick is a genius when it comes to this, right, guys? You know, he reads the defenses very well. And, you know, defense is a specialty. And I feel like I don't think the Cowboys are going to move up and down the field at Foxborough. I think that Mac Jones is going to control the clock. They're not going to allow them to, you know, get those big explosive plays. And I don't know. I just feel like getting points doesn't mean they have to win the game. But I believe the line's yeah. at four now, right? It's three. It actually went down to three and a half, which is a reverse line movement because it was at four. So, okay. So, the Sharks are in. The sharp, yeah, and they're betting the pats a little bit, but I, I like it. I still give me the three and a half. And why do I like the three and a half? Because I feel like the Patriots could easily be four and one right now, guys. You know, one one bad loss against the Saints, where you know Mac Jones unfortunately turned over the football against a pretty formidable defense. I don't think the Cowboys have that type of defense. I feel like they're going to no. get looks that they like. They might play with a lead, which favors the three and a half. I just, I just don't see the Cowboys, you know, running away with a huge win at Foxborough. I, especially with the, with the, with the bulk and sample that I've seen out of the Pats through the first five games, there's only been one blowout. And like I said, it was due to turnovers and short fields that they gave Jameis Winston. Mm -hmm. And I will say one thing about my lock last week, guys, I don't know if you guys know this, but do you know oh, that yeah. the Cardinals yeah. lost midfield, meaning that they were in San Francisco 49er territory, eight out of their nine possessions. And they only put up seven points. It was disgusting, bro. Like, honestly, Joe, I was pissed off the most with that game, bro. Because I bet that game too, bro. And uh, that was the game that really pissed me off the most. Because to me, I was like, how the fuck did they not cover that game? Like, the Cardinals played like shit, sort of. Or the, oh, the Niners they, they D did. played well. They did. They did. It was, I, I could not understand when I saw that stat at the end of the game. That they crossed midfield. Eight out of their nine possessions. And you only came away with seven points? 
Like, wow. I, yeah. I think they had a turnover on downs in the end zone, a fumble, a pay. I don't know what the heck they were doing, but apparently Trey Lance wasn't 100% either. It was his, technically his first start too. So I feel like if Jimmy G was there, they would have won by double digits, to be honest. Yeah, honestly, yeah. It was uh, it's why I was looking at first at the Cardinals as dogs against the Browns. But then, uh, yeah, for the same reasons you said, like, I don't know if the Cardinals are really for real yet, you know, so. Sure. It's uh, it's very unfortunate, but uh, I like that pick, Joe. I like it a lot. Um, it doesn't make sense, right? That line to, to the public better. They look at that and they say, well, obviously the Cowboys are going to win by 10 plus points. Exactly. Amazing. That's what everybody They're amazing. But then you look at that line, like even for me, like, you know, I, I would, wouldn't be surprised if we see like a Bills Titans line, even, you know, where I think that's at like five and a half, six. Like I would yeah. that wouldn't surprise me. I, I Then I would definitely, but that, see, that's the thing. If you, if you would have five and a half, then you, you got to jump on the Patriots there, I feel. So three and a half is good. I'd love it if they win, bro. And this, like, because I think some people are going to take the Cowboys and Survivor. That'd be great. But no, that wouldn't surprise me at all. Mm -hmm. I mean, uh, look, uh, the, the way I see it is, you know, I don't think the Patriots are a Super Bowl team. I just think that they're a very underrated football team because of Mac Jones' ceiling as a rookie and, you know, the fact that they don't have dynamic weapons. So I kind of like betting them because they're always in these tight games, you know, and especially if you're getting points. You know, I know this weekend was a little bit of an anomaly and uh, Davis Mills was looking like freaking uh, Drew Brees at one point in the game. But uh, yeah, it's, it was crazy. Uh, it's, it's just good getting points with this team, especially at home. You know how we feel. I, about I home think bar. that game, that game just shows that like, what's his name was the guy they traded away. He did have value to their defense because they couldn't stop anyone, you know? Yeah. Steve, Stephon Gilmore. Yes, the fun. Yeah, fun Gilmore. Yeah, yeah. And Ju and Judon boys. I think he's the second. Uh, I think he's second in sacks so far this season. Judon is sick, man. Yeah, that guy's bro. great. So he's getting to quarterbacks, bro. You see, their pass rush is for real, man. You know, and what's the recipe to you know make quarterbacks uncomfortable? Rush them, right? So it's uh, and like I said, when it comes to defense, I trust Bill Belichick. I think that they're no more honestly guys by the time thanksgiving comes around don't be surprised if you know for some reason you know like they may be making a little bit of a push to try and at least win that division if buffalo doesn't start you know steamrolling yeah exactly man i i, I love it bro and honestly like i do think the cowboys are legit i think they're gonna run away with that division very likely uh i think love a very good record but Five and, and also, guys, this, sorry right? to cut yeah. you off, Oak. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. I, I, I don't, I don't know if I've ever seen a team start the season six and zero against the spread. That I could honestly say with complete confidence. I, I, I don't think so either, bro. In the last ten years, probably not. So you know, they're, they're, I don't want to use you know the old cliche they're due, but it's it's very tough to remain consistent that way. It's not only that, too, man. Like what I was gonna say, Joe, is as good as the Cowboys have been with that secondary and with that the yards that they're allowing. I, how long are they going to be able to cover the spread and keep it up? Exactly. You know what I mean? Exactly. And I know the Patriots aren't like the highest score in offense, but I, I agree with you, man. I think Bill's Bill's ready for this one, man. Wow, for right. sure. You just got a no, no, no emails being sent by Bill Belichick, and we should yeah. be good. <laughs> no, I saw a meme, guys. The reason I brought that up is I saw a meme, and it actually said, "Don't worry, guys. Bill Belichick's in the clear. I don't think he sent an email in his life." That's hilarious. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, well, you so, know what? And just yeah. and just one last point, you know, it's just to build off what I said about the Colts games. I think every Patriots game this year, guys, outside of that game against the Saints, has been decided by um, three points or less. No, sorry, they beat the, they beat the Jets by like twenty points or whatever. So, oh, but whatever, just to say they, they've been in some tight games. So you know, getting three and a half points, I feel comfortable. What do you think, Tim? And uh, did that uh, would that um, you think the Patriots can even win this game? 
you know, I had them as my uh, my lock of the week last week, and they disappointed me. But Mac Jones turned a corner in the, the second half. Right? I thought it was screwed. Yeah, he did. He did. I, th- so, I had I New England and Survivor. I thought it I was mean, screwed. Yes, it's an uphill battle, but it, if they could keep the game close, right? If if the game starts off and Dak throws an 80-yard touchdown and then the next possession, Dak throws a 70-yard touchdown, no. But I don't see yeah, that happening if, either. If a fireworks know? show, they'll, they'll, never, they'll never be able to keep up. they no. got to shorten the game. Yeah, I think they will. But, but I think they have a defense that could stop Zeke. And, you know, their offense is – they're missing one of their top three receivers. He's still out this week, I think. Yeah. And Amari Cooper's a little banged up. And he is. And isn't isn't that fast. So they could, they could play – they could cover it up, you know. They, they have a chance. I'm hoping wow. uh, Aguilar and Myers both go off because I'm starting them this week. Uh, with that secondary, it'd be good. I really like that one, guys. I really do. So, um, Joe, I'll let you start on the Thursday night game because you said you almost picked it. Yes. Uh, what's it? So, I, I, I'm pretty confident, and uh, maybe I'm wrong, but uh, you're, you'd back the Eagles here, right? Yeah, I would definitely back the Eagles, guys. And, and there's one trend that I, I haven't heard anybody discuss, but for some reason, I don't know what it is. Sometimes with my memory, I don't know how I pick up on these things. But do you guys know what Tom Brady's record is since he's been at Tampa Bay, excluding the postseason, in regular season games on prime time against the spread? Not very good because I've won a lot of money betting against them. That's all I know. I Bro, know he lost to the Bears. Uh, he didn't cover against the Giants. That's just two on the top of my head. Exactly. You're absolutely right. And the answer is he's 0-6 against the spread on primetime games wow. in the regular season. So I actually went to look back and, you know, make sure that I was accurate with this. And that's 100% correct. I don't know what it is, guys. And I feel like a lot of it has to do with maybe the fact that he's getting older and, you know, like the preparation in a short week, you know, doesn't help. And to be fair, some of those teams that he played against were good, like pass rushes, which, you know, historically has been a way to get Tom Brady off his game and, you know, not be able to meet by definition what is expectation and the spread. But uh, I think that six and a half points is a lot of points. I would like it at seven and a half more, to be honest. That's kind of why I kind of moved off it because, you know, a touchdown isn't that tough to cover nowadays. But even still, I still feel like six and a half is a lot of points with that crowd. You know, Philadelphia is is a really uh, (laughs) interesting place to play. Uh, I think uh, you know what, and and that Philly Philadelphia pass rush has been pretty good this season. They have uh, it has man. I I kind of. I know Doug Peterson's not there anymore, and he was the one that had the Thursday night record. But I, honestly, dude, I, I smell an upset with this one. Um, I wouldn't take Buccaneers and Survivor either this week. For sure, I would not either. No, yeah. I, I actually like uh, the Eagles in that game. Yeah, I when think they're going to win, uh, bro. I think they're going to win. I really do. Yeah, t- Tom Brady's banged up, right? He's, he has an injured throwing thumb. Yeah, that's big. So, you know, that's not... Uh, yeah, takes, I can, I, takes off a little zip on his balls and uh, and no grunt, no grunt, okay. And the Bucks secondary is shit right now, man. They got like third stringers back there. They're a mess. Yeah. Uh, honestly, plus, like plus, if Jalen hurts, we get through, get by the line of scrimmage. He's gonna have a lot of a uh, lot of room to run, especially if it, he's on Sherman's side. Imagine Sherman having to chase him down. Oh yeah, it was. It wasn't the best game. I don't think the Panthers are the same team without McCa- uh, McCaffrey. But it was impressive that the Eagles came back and won that game. So, I I, I like Hurts. We, we we've talked very highly about him on this podcast. So I I, li- I like that game. But uh, moving on to the Sunday, uh, quickly about London guys. Like, do you have anything to say here? Why can't we get better games in London? 
Yeah, that's all I got to say, <laughs> that's, too. That's my comment. Uh, the yeah. only trend I know um, is apparently the favorites have done really, really well against the spread in international games, like 26 and 10 or something like that. Oh, I don't wow. know, but, but um, did, yeah. Did that uh, Did that last week's game go under? I believe uh, it did. Why, oh. Was it over? Well, no, it was like 27-20, so it depends what the number was. I don't yeah. remember what the number was. but I feel like it was closer to 50, no? Yeah, I'll go double check. Was, uh... While you're checking, though, Joe, I'll uh, introduce the the next game on on the yeah. on the the board here. Uh, yeah, it's our it went, boy it Aaron. Over, guys, forty five and a half. Oh. It squeaked it's, over. It squeaked, squeaked over. Corderell almost there. When I got that message from you, Tim, I was like, no, because <laughs> Corderell went out for a minute. I'm like, no, not Corderell. But uh, <laughs> yeah, the Falcons got it done last week. Interesting. Uh, the next game is our boy Aaron Rodgers um, playing against the Bears, and uh, the spread is. Interesting. It was four and a half, but now it's gone down. Uh, and it's uh, the Bears plus lower against the Packers. So what are your thoughts on that one, guys? I think the Packers are going to blow them out. I'm 100% yeah. with you, Tim. And you know I like those home dogs. To me, this is an, this is one I, I I would like to go Packers here, to be honest. The, the Bears aren't a bad team, right? They have an okay defense, but their defense isn't great this year. And their offense is kind of non-existent, right? They're, they're not going to score 20 points, you know. They're not. That's not going to happen. They're not going to win with three touchdowns. No, I, I, I don't think. I don't think they compete in this game, man. Like, and yeah, yeah. I was going to say unless they break Rogers' uh, collarbone again, I don't no, think they have much of a chance in this game. Cor- correct me if I'm wrong, guys. Like, I haven't really looked into this, but I remember that the Packers usually do quite well against the Bears. Like they, oh, they do. That's that was just going to be my next point, bro. Historically, uh, he absolutely owns them. Like some of them are just no contest. I can't tell you how many games I've seen where like the halftime score is like thirty-five to seven. It's really uh, and even in the Jay Cutler era, where there was still a little bit of competitiveness. Yep. Like uh, they're always uh, they seemingly always shootouts, and the, you know uh, Rogers uh, putting up ridiculous fantasy numbers. So whether it's at Soldier Field or at Lambeau, so. I, you know me too. I love my home dogs. I love getting points at home, you know, especially in divisional games. But it's the Packers. If you look at the game time spreads, are four and one right now outside of a one week, what well, week one outlier. I just four and one. Sorry, I said three and one, but four and one. Yeah. Yeah, I I, I have a hard time betting again. There, there's 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 a handful of quarterbacks in the league I have a hard time betting against, and we know that Aaron Rodgers is one of them. I tried. I even tried last week, and that was probably the spot to do it, and it was a push. So there you go. And then it ended up being if you got two and a half. It dep- yeah, exactly. It depends on what line you got, bro. Exactly. It's crazy if you were able to middle that, you know, where you open the yep. you get the opening line up plus three and a half, and then you bet the minus two and a half, and it actually lands on the field goal. Exactly. That, that would have been the play. But, um, yeah, do you guys want to add Packers to the ticket? Let's do it. Let's do good. This is kind of against our um, – Usually we don't go over too many road favorites unless it's Tim's lock, but uh, yeah, I, I really like the Packers here, man. I don't know. It just seems um, I just can't see the Bears coming coming in this game. And their offense is a mess right now, too. Um, Colts, Bears. Colts, Bears, Colts, Texans. Uh, I don't got much to say on that. I don't know if you guys do. It's a 10-point spread. To me, that's ridiculous. Like, I don't know. I thought Monday night was a must win for the Colts. They blew it. This exactly. Like, <laughs> must win is not even like you got to figure out another way to, you know, explain how much they need to win this game. If they want any shot of catching. Yeah. The Titans. They definitely have to have to win. I just, I don't know. Weird team, weird spread 
Uh, well, not that I, weird. Ten's I okay. don't know how comfortable I feel laying 10 points with a team that only has one win on the season. Granted, context is everything. We discussed it a bit earlier, the teams that they played against. And, you know, obviously uh, their special teams really let them down on the Monday. But uh, it's a game I'd probably just fade. I don't know what you guys think. Yeah, I'm on the fade side. But, Tim, would you uh, feel comfortable taking Colts and Survivor this week? Um, not really, because it's a divisional game, no? Yes. It's a divisional game, yep. I try to stay away from divisional games in general. Yeah, it's, it's pretty risky, I agree. I'm not, and, I'm not uh, taking it. On a good day, 10 points is a lot for the Colts, right? <laughs> yeah. And exactly. the divisional matchup, like that to me, that's way too much. Yeah. It's um, now that I said that, I'm sure the Colts are gonna win by at least 20. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I like I like the Colts. Um they've been good against this against the spread this year, guys. They're actually three and two, which is um Tim, you had them as your lock a couple of weeks ago. Looking back at like just want to say quickly, looking back at that line, it was one and a half against Miami. That's ridiculous. That was ridiculous. Completely ridiculous. And, and the public is still on Miami. I didn't get that. Yeah. It didn't make any sense, yeah. but um, little to no respect. Next game's kind of interesting. It's uh Washington football team plus six and a half against our boys. Our I don't know about our boys, but the, the disaster story of the year so far, the Kansas City Chiefs. Yeah. I don't know. I think the Chiefs really have to win this game. I I, I think the Chiefs personally. Normally, I'd say keep them as, as long as you can in Survivor, but I think this is a really good spot to take the Chiefs for Survivor. That's who I'm rolling with. I don't know if I like the spread, but even the spread, man, if it's less than seven, yeah, I would probably go Chiefs here too. Another road favorite, to be honest. I, I actually very, very seldom do I like road favorites, guys, but after what I saw Buffalo do to them, uh, mind you, that was at, at Bills, but frankly, uh, they just... <laughs> I think it's going to be a shootout. I, I see a lot of points scored and, you know, I think so. why I took uh, McLaurin earlier, but I think that uh, uh, the Chiefs, you know, whenever it's a shootout, it obviously favors uh, Kansas City. If they, you know, if they have the better quarterback and the better team, uh, I don't know. The, the, the Washington defense really has been disappointing through five games, guys. They're, they're not what they were last year. There's something missing there. It's, it's, I, yeah, I don't, it's, it's kind I, of sad. Yeah, very. Is, I, I thought they were going to be an elite defense this season and they're far from it yeah bro they're like one they of were... the lowest sack teams no and that's like their strength for sure i thought chase young was going to come out firing on all cylinders this year i don't know how many sacks he has i don't even know if he has one or two sacks it's like wow really uh really disappointing very sad it, uh, it is so maybe we'll put this one on, on on uh the ticket if we don't have anything else but uh the next game is rams versus the I guess they're the New York Giants. I don't know what uh, quarterback they're going to be going with. I don't know if the receivers are going to be playing. This is going to be a, I don't know if Saquon's going to be playing. I don't think Saquon's playing, to be honest. Um, Guys, if, if it's if it's Mike Glennon playing quarterback, I, I, I would take the Rams by like 20. Uh, honestly, yeah, honestly, yeah. me too. The only reason why like I'm not touching this game is because it's still kind of a question mark. Uh, it's nine and a half right now. I don't even think it moves if Jones goes in, but nine and a half with Glennon, no, it wouldn't work. I don't feel comfortable taking points with that guy. The way through that careless pick six last week, you know, mind you, it was in garbage time. He's going to, against Jalen Ramsey and some of those boys, like I could definitely see him doing uh, something really stupid, you know, to completely throw that game away. And then, uh, uh, Tim, you have anything to say about that one? No, uh, well said. <laughs> <laughs> it's, yeah. it's, a weird, it's, um, 
I don't know. I, I can see the Giants even covering, but I don't even think I want to deal with no, this. No, no, you can't touch. I really hope I'm week, not touching. No, I'm, I'm not. It's, I'm not. It's, it's Rams or pass for me, bro. Yeah, yeah it's Rams. Yeah. Uh, that's it. It's Rams or pass for me too. Um, but who knows? It could be a weird game. But if it was Daniel Jones, maybe. But yes, no, no Barkley, no Daniel Jones, right? So without Barkley and plus Galladay's out. Plus yeah, Shepard's there you go. Probably out. Slayton. Yeah, Slayton's probably out. Yeah, this, no. this next one this uh, might actually be a gift nine and a half might actually be a gift it might actually yeah. be a gift um the I'll, I'll, might not score a point <laughs> i'll tell you this if we had more information and we knew like jones definitely wasn't playing yeah but jones I, isn't I, playing since when i didn't know that isn't it glennon glennon's on the team right yeah yeah but I, like I heard jones, jones might actually play he was questionable oh, yeah. last I checked. Oh, yeah. really? Oh, okay. Well, that changes things. I don't know. The it's up in the air. Uh, it's up in the air, guys. Yeah, the, the NFL show I listened to on the radio, they kind of said there's no way Jones is playing this week. I don't think he's going to, personally. I think they're kind of just, you know, hoping. Because, for but... one, the last team you want to play with an injured quarterback is the Rams. Let's be yeah. honest. <laughs> with, with Aaron Donald coming after you? Uh, yeah. And then you're also missing all of your uh, – Offensive weapons, so you might as well just take the loss. Yep, seriously. It's um, you know, and I, I would take. I think Rams is a safe survivor pick this week too. I just want to save the Rams as long as I can. And they play the Jets at home. I think at some point later on this season. Yeah, they do. Uh, next one is uh, I actually think this is going to be a good game. Um, and I'd probably have to go against my boys here, but it's the Panthers. Now it's plus one against the Vikings. I think this really depends on if McCaffrey plays or not. Personally, yeah. I don't think he will. But yeah, of course, it definitely will. If McCaffrey plays, I think the Panthers definitely win this. Yeah. So, like, I, w- I wouldn't touch this game until, like, game time decision. Because yeah. they're a completely different team with Chuba, Chuba Hubbard. Not that he's so, a bad running back in any way or anything. It just, they could run a lot more plays with McCaffrey. And they keep the possession to their side to their favor, which I mean, ends up making them win games, you know? A check down usually leads to 10 plus yards with the guy, man. Like, you can't stop it, pretty much, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, the next game we could talk probably a lot more about because it's going to be a good one. Um, and I definitely want to hear your opinion, Joe, because I know, I know you don't think the Cardinals are legit, but it's uh, the Cleveland Browns are actually laying now three points against the Cardinals. Yeah, on first glance, guys, I'm definitely laying the three points at home with Cleveland coming off that loss. You know, they're going to be hungry to make up, you know, uh, <laughs> that really, really, uh, you know, uh, I don't want to say embarrassing, but unfortunate finish, you know, like, hey, look, at the end of the day, uh, Justin Herbert did what he did. But, you know, we move on next week. And I, I think that the Cardinals are a pretender team, as I said earlier, for a lot of reasons. I just, you know, it's five weeks into the season, you know, and Kyler Murray deserves his praise. But I, I just feel like, you know, if, if one bounce goes, you know, right for the Minnesota Vikings with that field goal attempt in that game, you know, if the Rams didn't, you know, lay an egg after, you know, that big emotional win against the Buccaneers, I think that game was a lot more competitive than the stat sheet showed because of the amount of punts that they had in that game. They just, you know, for some reason were turning over the football. And, you know, you look at last week and how the Niners got into their zone, eight, you know, eight out of nine possessions, and they only scored seven points. Like, okay, you want to give maybe some kudos to the defense, but 
I just feel like there are ways that you could win against this team. It's, you know, they got off to the hard start and I don't know. I still have some question marks with Cliff Kingsbury. I think he's an okay coach. I don't, you know, you got to give him his He makes bonehead calls, probably the most bonehead calls out of any coach since Mike McCarthy, bro. Like straight up. Sure, bro. Like, like, let's calm it down. And historically the Cardinals have not been like a great franchise. They had that one fluky Super Bowl run with Kurt Warner, you know, an aging Kurt Warner playing quarterback when Larry Fitzgerald was absolutely at his peak in apex. So, you know, let's call the breaks with the Cardinals. I, I just, I think that the Cleveland Browns are the better football team here. They're a better football team. They're only laying three because the Cardinals are getting more respect as they should. They've been good against the spread. But one thing that I'm eyeing here is the fact that the Cardinals are a bottom five team against the run. You know, yeah. that's that's a real threat. It's uh, it's something that I feel like, you know, Kareem Hunt, you know, your goon of the week and Nick Chubb are going to feast on. And when you do I that, so. Kyler Murray on the bench, who's been the explosive, you know, most explosive player for the Cardinals this season. So it gives Baker breathing rooms, you know, to control the clock. You know, if they put some points on the board and force Kyler to come from behind and then you got Miles Garrett and the boys and that pass rush coming after him. And that can be a complete disaster because I still feel like there's some things that they need to solve on the offensive line in Arizona. So I just feel like the recipe for this game is for the Cleveland Browns to come out with a double digit win. I really, I really see it being as such. And as I'm saying all this, I'm wondering why I didn't take them as my lock of the week. (laughs) No, I was like, at first I was thinking all the Cardinals might be the play, but then I was actually going the other way too, Joe. I was really thinking about it. And like when I was choosing my goon, Um, I I liked, I liked the Browns as well this week. What do you think, Tim? Yeah, I think they're going to have to try to, like, you know, they're they're a really good team, but they have two losses this year. So they can't yeah, keep, you, you know, they're hard games, right? They're close matchups or whatever, but you got to finally come out and win one of those close matchups. Especially now that Lamar is starting to look electric again, boys. Yeah, but uh, I have a question. Let, let's say you'd be teasing this game. Would you take Cardinals plus nine or plus eight? Oof. Ooh, that'd be yeah. tough, right? That is tough. That is tough. It's it's very tempting. I'm not gonna lie. I I because I have a rule, right, guys? I don't play through zero when it comes to teasers. You honestly, bro, me neither, bro. It's just not. It never works. Yeah, it's not worth it. I don't. I don't find there's any value in doing that. That's 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 you know that's what the sharps say, and I've stayed true to it. But the problem is that then I find myself doing what I did last week, and I'm taking teams like the Jacksonville Jaguars plus nine, and they (laughs) miss touchdowns on the goal line, miss two extra points, and the freaking field goal. So you know, I I I would lay off this game as a tease, and I would just go with the Browns minus three. To be honest, like I, I I think you're right, Joe. Like I know I said when I was talking about my goon that it'd be a shootout. But what I was basically getting at is that I think it's going to be a high-scoring game. Um, but I think the Browns do have to win by more than a touchdown in this one. Yeah. It's got to be a statement win. They're at home, the crowd, this and that. I, I You know, you got the 5-0 and team. The extra motivation, right? You know, you want to be the team that you know, finally beats the Cardinals undefeated. So we good with adding the Browns, boys? Yeah, I would add the Browns. Let's add the Browns. Okay, and uh, unfortunately, um, so this is the reason why I asked, like, are the Raiders, this is, I guess, the game to see how, what the Raiders are going to do. And I do think it's going to be really tough for them without a legit coach and this distraction over their head. But uh, it's the Denver Broncos who have been uh, surprisingly decent. And uh, it's three and a half point favorites, Denver Broncos against the Las Vegas Raiders. Any uh, any thoughts on this one, guys? I th- I think right now the Raiders are – they're not ready for a football game, let's be honest. I agree, bro. Yeah, total agreement. 
I don't like this line. I, I don't like laying points with this Broncos team at all. But I, I agree, man. Like, if I had to go somewhere, I'm definitely taking Broncos, I guess. But um, this to me is just um, don't even. I'm going to stay away from Raiders games overall. Yeah, I don't yeah. know what to make of them, bro. I feel like they've lacked an identity in this Gruden era, even before Gruden, frankly. So uh, they're too up and down, too inconsistent. Last year, I think they finished 8-8 eight and eight against the spread, 500. One week, it's one way. One week, it's another. And I think you touched on a key point, both of you guys. There's a big distraction right now going on with everything there. And the interim coach is going to come in and like, who knows what type of game plan is going to be there. Plus they're traveling to Denver, which is a tough place to play. And we know what that defense represents. So I almost feel very confident playing the three and a half at home. But my, my issue is, you know, I don't know. Laying yeah. The offense is just not like that explosive, but to me, it's like, I, I would love it. I, I'm also, I would love to see the Raiders come in and uh, ra- <laughs> rally, rally behind this new guy. It'd be a cool story, you know, if the Raiders keep it up. Um, cars has been looking good. So, I mean, I'm not saying it's out of the realm of possibility. I just, yeah, it's going to be tough for sure. Um, and then, okay, so the night game, um, are we just going to take the favorites so that if, to hedge or because... Personally, I actually really like the dog in this one, but it's uh, the Steelers minus five, which is crazy to me, against uh, Geno Smith and the boys, the Seahawks. <laughs> Tim, well, uh, I, oh, yeah, no, go, go ahead. ahead, Joe. No, don't, Joe, you can no, go ahead. I was just going to say, I get. what do I always say about the Steelers, bro? They always let down when they're favorites. Like, I'm just going to leave it at that, and I'll let you guys go. Okay, Tim, uh, since you're, um, you know, you see a lot of Seahawks stuff, and uh, I know your dad is a big Seahawks fan, um, what do you think of Geno Smith, man? Because I, I liked what I saw on that drive. Even the even the pick, you know. Yeah. The guy, fell. the guy fell. Yeah, he did fall. But, I mean, he kind of just threw it there hoping he'd run there too. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, there wasn't any, like, thought process behind that throw. Yeah. It, it got unlucky because when he threw it, he was still running. But, yeah. I mean – he was in close coverage and he just threw it to a random spot. Yeah. What did you think that of that drive though? Well, the 98 yard drive, that was a nice drive. Yeah. And he, what you're going to get from Gino, he, he's not afraid to throw to players. You know, Russell Wilson, he kind of sometimes plays like he, he doesn't want to, you know, throw against a certain player. Yeah. Like he'll actually not throw to Metcalf because I don't know, he's worried for an interception. I, I don't agree. think Gino's going to be worried for an interception. So he's actually <laughs> going to throw the ball there. And DK is better than most defenders. So, you know, I, uh, yeah, he might I, have a huge game with Gino. I don't know why Russell, I agree with you, though. I feel like Russell Wilson is very careful with that. I think it's like if Russell can have that perfect, like, uh, deep ball, you know, where it's just absolutely beautiful rainbow pass, like, he, he just doesn't go for it, which is like, I agree, man. I think DK Metcalf wins most one-on-one battles, so. Geno yeah. Smith can do that. It'd be cool. I, uh, I, I've always liked Geno Smith, guys. I don't think he's amazing, but uh, I've always liked him. I like the name. I, I, I like, I, I like the, that he takes chances. And um, who knows, man? If he would have gone on a better team to start his career, maybe he would have actually become a starter. I don't know. But uh, I like the Seahawks here at plus five. To be honest, I even think they can win this game. That Steelers team, yeah, they beat the Broncos in probably a must-win game, but. Broncos aren't that amazing on offense. So, Joe, what do you think of this one? 
Yeah, when you look at the first four games of the Steelers, you know, outside of, you know, a, a pretty good second half with a muff punt against the Bills, like the body of work that we've seen has been very mediocre at best. Like we've been criticizing Big Ben through the first five weeks of the season. And OK, they, they had a, they had a nice home win last week in a pickup game where, you know, they had the home field and, you know. I think Teddy covers almost decided at the end of the game, right? They were on the goal line uh, yep. down by eight. And so, you know, a it, pick. Was, it was, yeah, exactly. It was a lot tighter than people saw, you know, uh, would have anticipated. So I look, we, we, we know what the Steelers are all about. And frankly, I know it's not Russell Wilson playing quarterback, but I just think it's too many points to lay. I, I feel like the fact that we haven't seen tape on Geno Smith in what, like three, four seasons is an advantage to the Seattle Seahawks. I know their defense is banged up and they're really haven't looked impressive at all this year. And, you know, maybe big Ben's going to have his way with them, but you know, I think Juju's out too. Eh? Oh yeah. That's another thing too. Juju's out for the year guys. Tough yeah, he's, he's done for the year. Yeah. So yeah. I don't know if big Ben's going to hit big plays down the field. I feel like it's going to be a lot of stuff, you know, between the twenties and, you know, give, give Geno Smith a, you know, give him a crack. I, I liked what I saw as well. That 98, you know, yard driver was super impressive, bro. You know, very tough to do. It, it was uh, sick, man. Uh, I was I was smiling the whole time seeing it happen. I'm like, yeah, let's go, Gino. You know, I yeah. I, I was kind of on. I I didn't bet the game, but on my bet builder, I had Seahawks. I actually, oh my god, last Thursday, guys, I killed the bet builder. Other than the fact that I had the Seahawks, it was unfortunate. All the props oh, hit. No. Yeah, I know, bro. I was I was like, no, but whatever. It's just a bet builder. Who cares? Yeah. Um, and then this last game, the Monday night game. Personally, I'm really excited to see this game because to me, if the Bills can easily handle the Titans, which they should on paper, then to me, it's like, okay, now I think them or the Chargers are, are it's going to be an interesting match because right now I feel like as good as the Bills have been, I think the Chargers still win most games against them. Um, but the spread is, I think it, it's opened at three and a half, but after that Sunday night game, it's the Titans plus five and a half at home against the Bills. And I'm probably going to end up betting the Titans um, with the points, not money line. But part of me thinks that this is a good revenge spot because last year was on a Tuesday night. We spoke about this um, and it was moved like a bunch of times. The Bills came out short in that game. So I am thinking that this could be a good revenge spot. And if the Bills really want to show that they're amazing, they got to blow this team out. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, sorry. Go ahead. Yeah. No, I say yeah, I agree because uh, it, it's good to beat Kansas City, but if that's like you can't just start losing to lesser teams now, right? Because the Titans is one dimensional team. If you can't stop the run, you, you won't really beat the Titans. So they have to prove now that they could stop the run and uh, went on the road. I, I really I want them to too, man. Like, cause you know, I I just want the Bills. I, like I like we said, like I said, I want new teams to do well, right? So if the Bills can can continue doing well, maybe the Chiefs aren't the best team anymore. It'd be really cool. So, Joe, do you have anything else to say about this game? I know that there's a lot of action right now on Buffalo, and you know, I I always say it, right? You know, whenever you have that big win on a prime time game. The public exactly. is going to love you. And, and and for good reason. They've been doing a lot of good things this season. Um, you know, they kind of, you know, finally uh, slayed the uh, the dragon in uh, the Kansas City Chiefs because uh, 
they had a lot of uh, they had a lot of bad losses against them in recent years. But um, yeah, to Tim's point as well, you don't want to be losing to a team that you deem lesser. And you know that that Tuesday night game last year was really really strange. And it was. I, but I feel this Titans team is weird, bro. I I really like. I don't know how to read that. I don't know how to read on them. I know Derek Henry is you know, amazing. You know yeah, what it is. Yeah. I, I want to add something about this quick. They did lose their offensive coordinator from last year, right? Brian Davis. Oh, well, the Titans. They? The Titans. Yeah. No, don't they still have what's his face? That guy there, the old man there. What's his name? I don't know. Uh, I was listening to a guy saying they have oh, a different play oh. caller this year. What was oh, his name, that? though? What was his name? I think you're right, though. I think you are right. But I forget the guy's name. I love them. Yeah, no, they do have a different play caller. I think you're right. And I don't know, man. I guess we'll see in this game. But the what the Titans do really well is against really good teams. They know how to keep the opposing quarterback off the field by just running the ball with Derrick Henry over and over and over again. And, over and, and, over and, and then over. eventually, Townhill's got that play-action pass. They do have two bigger receivers, but I don't know if Julio's going to play this game. AJ Brown, I think, could be in line for a big game, but I guess we'll see, guys. It's uh, it's going to be a, it's going to be a good one, I hope. But uh, the Bills what, should win. You know what it is, too, Oak. Whenever you have a big running back like that and you're getting points, I I like taking the points because if you're able to control the clock through your run game, it shortens the game, makes it tighter, and it's kind of what I think the Patriots are going to do against the Cowboys. So it's. Uh, it's, it's a tough one, but then when you have these bills that are just feel like you're they're scoring at will and they've been really good defensively too. I mean, sneaky good against bad teams, albeit at that, but it's going to be a good game. Honestly, uh, I, I don't know. It's it's a tough one. I feel like it's a bit of a coin flip. I'm Like I said, I, I'm really, it's gonna I like the Titans. I, I, I hope so because I'm, I'm looking forward to this game even more than the Arizona-Cleveland one because – I'm on your side, Joe, with that one too. Like I, I, and obviously we put on the ticket. I think the Browns are gonna probably win by two touchdowns there. So, um, okay, so we have six right now, guys. I know we spoke about the Thursday night game, but I don't know if I wanna. If we were to lose, then it's like, and then if we would go six, six out of six on Sunday, I'd feel absolute shit. So, um, well, if we bet the Thursday game, if we lose, we just need to rebet the the other six games. That's a good point because <laughs> I'm more comfortable with the Eagles than I would be with the Chiefs personally. Yeah, same here. All right, so let's so, do it. Yeah. So if we lose, we still need to put another one just so we have something to cheer for, you know? Yeah, there yeah, you I'm, go. I'm going to put um, – I'll, I'll put the remaining six if we lose it straight up. Yeah. Okay, it's no yeah. big deal. Yeah. Okay, so um, – all right, to go over the locks again, uh, I, I'm going with uh, the undefeated Detroit Lions plus three and a half. Uh, against the Bengals at home, home dog. Joe's going with plus three and a half as well with the Patriots, home dog against the Cowboys. And Tim is going plus three with the Chargers on the road against the Ravens. Uh, the rest of the big ticket, we got... Um, we got. Uh, we actually have um, the Green Bay Packers, minus four on the road. We have uh, the Cleveland Browns, minus three. And we also have the, the Seahawks, plus five. And then we have the Thursday night game, which is the Eagles, plus, uh, I believe it's six and a half right now. Uh, and that's a big ticket, everybody. So uh, any final thoughts, guys? I think it's going to be a good week. I'm hoping, you know, looking at this board, there might be a lot of um, underdogs that actually come through this week. Let's hope so, brother, because last week it was a slew of faves. And you know me, how I feel about favorites in the NFL. We got we to bounce back. Yeah, we really do. Yeah. It was this a, is what, week yeah. six? This is week six? This is week six, yeah. Uh, not great this year. I'm three and two. We got to turn. Yeah, we got to turn yeah. over the tide here. 
Yeah, three and two yeah. is solid though, guys. We're still in the money. Uh, eight, six, and one technically, or nine and six if you, you got the if you got the yeah, lines on 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 the day. Sixty percent so, uh, is a sharp uh, sharp side, bro. And honestly, guys, like considering last week we went zero and three, that's even better, right? So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But okay, so um, always a pleasure, guys. I know it's a bit of a shorter episode, but uh, we got you know it was still solid. So um. Almost an hour and a half. Um, still almost an hour and a half. We like to talk, hey boys. So, yeah. all right, guys. So, uh, don't be a Gruden. And <laughs> God, I'm sorry. I <laughs> no, honestly, I, I, uh, that's all I'm going to say. It was just a joke, guys. Um, I hope for the best for the NFL and everything going on here. I guess we'll see what happens. Great show, guys. As always, if you're watching this on YouTube, uh, please hit the subscribe button, hit the plus icon, hit the thumbs up, and leave a comment if you watch till the end. We appreciate it so much. Still a lot of cool things ahead for the goons. So, uh, yeah, thank you so much. And subscribe. Uh, if you're listening on the podcast, please subscribe. Leave a review if you're on Apple. It'd be great. So that's all I got to say for today, guys. That's all we got to say. We will see you next time on the Fantasy Football Goons. <laughs> all right, boys. Talk to you next time. Peace, Bye, guys. Bye.